DJ Brian Vasquez. Play back that most excellent nail biter we dropped at the end of the last episode of my pod, Thorn in the USA. But before you do, I want to let my followers know that you are my one Mexican friend. Or, as the libtards say, Latinx. And that you are available for quinceaneras, bat, and bar mitzvahs. Hell, even the Jews know there are only two genders. And that you are available for sound design for rock operas and Broadway musicals. The Biden administration is disappearing us MAGAs. Disappearing us. And for what? I'll tell you why, because we're getting disappeared on my next episode of Thorn in the USA. Pretty damn good tease, huh? Tell me the truth. I bet you lost sleep because of that tease, huh? Considering I so mercilessly baited you with that cliffhanger, didn't I? So very similar to the Who Shot JR tease prior to the longest summer in history of the world. I couldn't wait for that particular summer to end just so I could find out who shot him. Do you remember who it was? I'll give you a little hint. It was Kristen Murray Shepard, JR's wife's sister-in-law and his former mistress. It was you, Kristen, who shot JR. For you youngsters who aren't familiar with the famous TV show Dallas and don't know who Kristen Shepard was or J.R. Ewing and don't know how to navigate the Wikipedia like a champ, let me give you a primer. Today's equivalent of J.R. Ewing is hard to fathom because he was such a unique character, a cruel bully, the likes of which never grew out of being a second grader asshole. J.R. suffered from what's called narcissistic personality disorder. It's a bona fide and ugly disease as outlined in the DSM-IV, a.k.a fourth edition of the Diagnostic and Statistical Manual of Mental Disorders, and it is 100% incurable. From my understanding, the DSM-IV is written by that rhino, George Conway. Our sweet Kellyanne Conway is soon to be former ex. To prepare for this lesson, I did a deep dive research into the first half of the first paragraph on the Wikipedia about J.R., who was played by Larry Hagman, whom you may remember as a fetching astronaut, Tony Nelson, who was I Dream of Jeannie's master. Remember that? Before he got all fat and ugly? God damn it. I mean, who doesn't love a good old master-slave trope? Or a powerful man, pretty lady sex-slave trope? Especially when portrayed in the media for profit. But I digress. So, the wiki describes J.R. as, and I quote, a covetous, egocentric, manipulative, and amoral oil baron with psychopathic tendencies who is constantly plotting subterfuges to plunder the wealth of his foes, end quote. For the life of me, you know, I just can't think of a 2022 equivalent of J.R. Ewan. But, I sure as shit can think of an equivalent of J.R.'s wife's sister-in-law and his former mistress, Stephanie Gregory Clifford. Am I right? Name doesn't ring a bell? How's about Stormy Daniels? Mm Mm-hmm. Everybody knows who that is. 
And for those of you who don't, she's Trumpy's former mistress. Important to note, though, he only adulterated prior to becoming born again and choosing to walk in the footsteps of Jesus Harold Christ. Think about it. If Stormy was to get all vindictive and revengeful because she was um less than satisfied, shall we say, with Trump, I could see the headlines 30 years from now with the kids of today remembering back on that faded summer of 2022 when we couldn't wait for the summer to end so we could get a front row seat to the denouement of this grand experiment in democracy. In her trashy page turner, full disclosure, Stormy writes that President Trump's penis is smaller than average. But she softens that cruel blow with the fact that it's not freakishly small. She continues, quote, He knows that he has an unusual penis because it has a huge mushroom head like a toadstool, end quote. Visualize an uncomfortably thick chode or fat meat button as a metaphor, if you will, but I got it from inside knowledge and from reading the most salacious quotes in her book that she was most frustrated with his annoying Yeti pubes. What even are Yeti pubes? I, for one, do not know. And the Wikipedia? It doesn't elaborate on those. And, by the by, Let's just say for the record how utterly inappropriate it is that Stormy McFake Breast Daniels shared those confidential and private moments with our commander-in-chief. Where are we? What happened to those age-old ideals of respect and dignity in our country? When you're a star, they let you do it. You can do anything. <laughs> Whatever you want. Grab them by the... I just can't seem to pinpoint precisely when United States respect and dignity was flushed down the toilet. Can you remember hound dogs and bitches of the immortal animal rescue? I moved on her like a <laughs> but I couldn't get there, and she was married. Maybe we'll never know who was responsible for the catastrophic obliteration of societal norms. It's bullshit, okay? We'll beat the shit out of them. Let them beat the shit out of ISIS also. I would bomb the shit out of them. Our country's going to hell. It's going to hell. Hell if we know. This American carnage stops right here and stops right now. If you, my listener, happen to have a theory as to why the promise of America has imploded so rapidly and so dramatically, tweet me your theories at Thorn in USA Pod. That's Thorn in USA Pod. Oh, I almost forgot. It's so funny. Remember when President Trumpy retreated a gift or jiff, whatever the fuck you call it, calling Joe Biden a pedophile or pedophile, whatever the fuck it is. Or when he retweeted the video where it looked like Vice President Biden Butterbeans was playing a song called Fuck That Police at a campaign event. 
Oh, oh, oh. Or then when he accused Butterbeans of being a drug addict. There's probably uh, possibly drugs involved. That's what I hear. For what it's worth, for all you morons fact-checking me out there, me and MTG heard that rumor as well. Okay, this is the part of my pod where I explain that stellar cliffhanger tease about who is disappearing us magas at the end of my last episode. Okay, so here it goes. Nobody is disappearing us magas. Nobody. There's no dark state cabal of pedophiles and baby eaters. It's all about ratings. I just said we were being disappeared in order to ensure maximum downloads of my podcast. It's a tried and true GOP strategy. Firstly, scare the living shit out of people. Nextly, tease them and such with violence and carnage in the streets. Then, pretend like you have a solution to said violence. Then, nextly, pretend like you give a shit about our country and your electorate. And then, those followers and listeners will follow you straight off the cliff, like sheep and lemmings. That's the whole purpose of gaslighting in the first place. The more gas you pour on the democracy, the higher the flames. The higher the flames, the scareder the people get. And the scareder they get, the more guns they buy. Etc. Etc. Here's a little gaslighting montage for your listening pleasure. First, I give you representative, Jim, look the other way, Jordan. I guess you can investigate it now by this FBI if you uh, display the flag, you own a gun, and you voted for Trump. They're coming for our guns and our fetuses, stallions and mayors of the blessed equine therapy. Don't believe me? Take a sweet listen to that tree-punching, cross-dresser and cousin-humping congressman, David Madison Cawthorn. Once Mar-a-Lago was raided, that was the first time I was actually taken aback. I really had to lean back and just start to think, wow, are, are we closer to the end of the republic than I once thought? Are we closer to the end of the republic than Thorny once thought? Well, according to my girl MTG, we sure as hell are. We will see this continue leading into November because they believe the way to drive people to the polls is by scaring them. If the GD Dems would just follow by our example of discipline and compassionate fellowship, that would make everything would be so much better. They're lying to women all over America saying that they can't have an abortion anymore, which that's a lie. There's plenty of places that women can easily get an abortion. Easily. There are plenty of places where women can easily get an abortion, like Europe. Or if they want to stay on this continent, they could go to Canada, Mexico, or a backroom alley doctor or such. They're lying to, to gay Americans saying that Republicans are trying to take away gay marriage when that's not something. I haven't even seen a bill that says anything like that. No one has seen a bill that says anything like that. But ain't no doubt in my mind that Senator Lindsey Graham is going to propose a bill like that because he's, you know, frustrated and closeted, self-loathing and such. Unless and until the left and the right, or the right and the wrong, as I like to call them, can come together and agree that J6 2021 was little more than a bunch of friendly, 
peaceful picnic goers taking a leisurely Wednesday morning stroll through the people's house, we will never agree on anything ever, ever again. God damn it, and thank you very much. I think it's pretty cut and dry the way I see it. The libtards have two choices. One of President Trump's best schemes is flooding the lamestream fake news with so much bullshit they don't know they're up from their down there anymore. So, choice one for the libtards is to believe that giant flatbed of hot, steamy, corn-speckled voter fraud horseshit we're towing. Or, number B, and it's 1776 all over again, and we're coming for your dreams, your choice, and your autonomy, you libtard motherfuckers. Whoops. Bad Penelope. Bad Penelope. Dear Lord, El Shaddai, Adonai, forgive me. It was wrong of me to call those libtards motherfuckers. I am actively working on my kindness. From now on, I'll try not to call them libtards anymore. Amen. Whoop. Gotta go. Chick-fil-A duty calls. But the libs are motherfuckers for the record. And you know... The definitive reason they're motherfuckers? I'll tell you why. On my next episode of Thorn in the USA. I'm getting damn good at this, aren't I? But here's a hint. Dems are straight up mean. I follow libtard at Jojo from Jers on the Twitter. That's J-O-J-O from Jers, J-E-R-Z. You know what she called our Trumpy? She called him, quote, Flaccid neck fold cheese fucker with T Rex arms, man fupa, and fun size hands. Just so dang mean. For those of you who don't do the Urban Dictionary as good as I do, a fupa is um, fat upper pubic area. But if we're going to get gender specific, because there are only two genders, the boy fupa is the fat upper penis area. And the girl fupa is the fat upper pussy area. Like a gunt. Google it, then rate me five stars. Then be sure to borrow your grandma's cell phone and rate me five stars there too. This episode of Thorn in the USA is brought to you by a group of bleeding heart liberal scoundrels who can see that the former king is totally naked but can't understand why people like Lindsey Graham, Mitch McConnell, and House Minority Leader Kevin McCarthy continue to insist he's fully clothed and decent. If you enjoyed this episode, please send your support to Marcus Flowers for Congress in the great state of Georgia. Links are in our show notes, and thank you for listening. You know, in the same way the GOP is the party of calm, restraint, and love, Tucker Carlson is the talk show host of deep insights and toxic masculinity. Just hear what he had to say about then-Supreme Court nominee Elena Kagan. I do feel sorry for her in that way. I feel sorry for unattractive women. It's just absolutely fundamental. Physically, the problems are I mean, this just woman, fundamental. She's okay. never going to be an attractive Goddamn, Tuck. You're so good at what you do. It's transparently obvious you only like attractive women like Marjorie Taylor Greene. So pretty she is. 
the way her Neanderthal forehead pokes out in front of her eye sockets, and those horsey teeth. My Georgian peach is puckering at the thought of her. What do you say? We try three-way, Tuck. You, me, MTG. And then we can go to the side of the Chattahoochee for a baptism to cleanse those sins from our heavenly record. Drip. Drip. Drip.